0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got wedding hookup advice, a bad ex, and going abroad versus staying home. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fried, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your stories, your emails, your questions. Um, to start off, we are. it might sound a little different, right, Shelby? Will it sound a little echoey?
1: Maybe a little bit.
0: Uh, we're down in the showroom at Stand Up New York. Um, I'm trying to get them in because we're coming to Chicago next week. So it's Friday. This is your Friday episode. If you are in the Chicago area, we sold out Sunday. We sold out Monday, the live podcast. They added another show Thursday. Uh, That show is quickly selling out. So if you're in the area, get tickets now. Get the crew together. It's going to be a fun time. Um, I always really enjoy having the audience. I mean, when you guys come out, it's great. You guys are unbelievable, so... That is the 26th of April at Zany's Comedy Club. Go get your tickets now because they added a third show because your boy, Papa JT, Uncle J Train, the King of Brunch, the Wizard of Weddings, the Sultan of Swipes is coming to town. I'm bringing a bag of Haas. The Wizard of Haas is coming with a bag of Haas for you and your friends. And if someone doesn't know me, I know, I get it. It's tough. It's tough. He yeah, had guy. He's got a podcast. He talks about feathering his nuts. It's weird, but he's funny. And I know how hard that is to say to somebody. And uh, you know, you have to trust me and they have to trust you. It's a big trust uh, line of holding hands awkwardly. And so I'm telling you right now, Papa J T is bringing the heat. I, I take it very seriously that you guys come out to shows. So come on out, bring a crew. Buy tickets for that uh, April 26th show. I really want to pack it out. We've already done that so far. I'm pumped to come to Chicago. I'm pumped to eat your food. I'm pumped to drink your booze. Um, I'm pumped to, you know, meet all your people. So let's get it going. April 26th. Um, Other announcements. The feather hats. They're out there, baby. We got feather hats, uh, black hat with a big white feather on it. They're cool. I'll be posting more on my Instagram stories, but... uh, just look out for them on my Instagram stories. I keep posting about them, and we're gonna we want to sell a bunch of those and get Feather Nation going. Uh, the other thing uh, that we want to announce is uh, Patreon. I'm on Patreon. Every Sunday, I do bonus podcasts. It's called Coffee with J Train. We did a little uh, showing of them the other day, uh, or a couple weeks back. We did a we showed the bonus and what they sound like. It's me. On the couch, cup of coffee. Well, sometimes I did one from LA where we talked about sugarfish and how much of a lie that is. Um, we did one from my couch yesterday, which is uh, where I ranted. What did I rant about? Something. Diet Coke
1: people. Sugarfish? Was that the one?
0: Sugarfish was two weeks ago from LA. Okay. That's a restaurant, for those of you not in the know, that is taking over the country, but.
1: You, uh, I've outed them. Brought up Coachella haters.
0: Coachella haters. Yeah. How we've the pendulum has swung. Yeah, because it used to be we hated everyone at Coachella. Now I'm starting to hate the people that don't go that post that they're at Coachella but they're not because they're in sweats. Ha 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 ha, ha. Funny. So uh, yeah, that's on Patreon.com/slash/JaredFreed. Patreon.com/slash/JaredFreed. We changed the memberships there, so it's three bucks a month. Uh, And that gets you every Sunday. I'm posting 20-minute podcasts, give or take a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so we got those up every Sunday. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. No guests today, just Shelby and I sitting here. The lights are down. We lit a candle. We're just going to take it right off the top of the emails. And I want to get through a lot of them. I love these ones because we can really push through. um, And since we're back from L.A., I figured let's turn down the house lights. Yeah. Let's get it going. We'll play some Enya. And we'll answer some questions. We'll help the world, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shelby's always on board. do it. (laughs) Ready to go. uh, But listen, when you tweet at me, DM, uh, it's feather. There's a lot of feathering going on, I got to say. Lately, you people are out of control. I love it. Um, I mean, this podcast keeps growing. And all you got to do, tell a friend. Make it your Instagram story.
1: I like feather nation though
0: feather nation right yeah. yeah. feather nation is out there just feathering nuts every left and right let's get to the emails jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com right off the top okay right off the top R O T T a rot episode <laughs> we got a rot Can we ever really move past bestiality? Okay, that's a weird title. I can't believe you opened that, you sick puppy. Metaphorical sick puppy, not literal. Let's leave the animal kingdom out of this. Sup, Jesus? Huge fan of the podcast. Your good word gets me through my nine to five, and I strive to convert all my friends. Also, stoked that you're bringing your teachings to Chicago. It's about damn time. Insert a feather. I'm going to lightly blow through a straw about a quarter centimeter away from your goods. Air, feather, feather. Oh, I like that visual. Take a straw, blow on my nuts. I like it. Um, 23-year-old female listener currently living at home in Chicago Burbs and paying off loans after spending my first year post-grad living working in Thailand. Ooh. Eat, pray, love. I'm soon to hit the one-year mark of my time in Purgatory and at a crossroads. Should I go do another year traveling the world or moving with my, one of my good friends downtown this fall? Reasons to stay... Okay, so the choice is... Another year of traveling the world, one more, uh, or moving with my friends downtown this fall. Reasons to stay, she writes. I'm not close with my high school friends after going to school far away and live abroad for a year. I'm hoping that moving in with one of my friends at the same time everyone else is moving downtown could help me reconnect with them. Basically, I'm terrified of ending up alone. Plus, living with my friend would be a blast. I also have a boyfriend, thanks to your advice, who's pretty great for now. However, he's moving to Detroit, so he'd be long distance of four hours away. Staying would be beneficial for my corporate career to, stay in, to, to state the obvious. Reasons to go. Living abroad is dope. <laughs> Uh, insert every cliche here. I like. Listen, she's she gets it.
1: She's a world traveler.
0: Yeah, I just love that. The first reason to go is yeah. it's dope. <laughs> I it, uh, was thinking about going to Spain so I could be fluent in, in Spanish. Uh, also, have some friends from Thailand who are moving to Australia. Traveling has also worked wonders on my anxiety and depression, but that's not a sustainable solution as I can't run around the world forever. Let's make this question relatable ever to everyone. Oh, thanks, producer uh stay stay somewhere that's stable but not necessarily exciting remove somewhere very unstable with a good time it's hard to decide uh to leave when i have friends my age preaching about it being time to settle down and all that stuff please enlighten me with your wisdom see you in a couple weeks uh thank you for the email i love this email because it's uh it, it's it's one of those things that i i don't want to go gary v on this podcast you got to fucking do it. You know, like Gary Vee just is, you know, a motivational speaker with swear words. Yeah. Um, he but he had a great point. I saw one of the things that he had put out there about nothing really happens till you're 25 anyways. You know, like, I, I mean, I understand where this girl's coming from. I was in that world where I just was like, I need a job. I want to be stable. I want to, like, live life. I want to get on the bus towards normalcy. Um, What I would say to her is that I I, I tweeted this a long time back, and I tried making it into a joke. Okay, Um, girls, uh, what's the tweet? I I don't want to say it wrong because it it did offend people. (laughs) It was, um, it was, uh, girls are passionate for travel until they have a baby. Yeah, and and it's like something along those lines, and I don't mean that as it can be girls or guys, but like you will not get to travel the world once life comes at you so i would say to her i know and the big thing when you get out of college it's buy sell buy sell funny money boom bah everyone is screaming to you about how successful they are but everyone starts at the bottom and it's no one's doing well everyone's doing awful Everyone hates their life. Everyone wakes up on a Monday and says, what am I doing? How am I doing this? Everyone's behind on bills. Everyone's trying to pay rent. Everyone's feeling how you is 10% away from how you're feeling. So to this girl, just know I would go abroad. I would do it. You know, there's two, I would say there's two things I would encourage my kids to do. Uh, Take a year before you go to college I would take more years. We live longer than ever, okay? Each generation is living longer than the last generation, okay? We don't need to do, be on... You don't need to be working... You know, no one's on their deathbed watching for another day at work, okay? So, that year before... Like, I had a friend that did a year in Mexico, like, working before he went to college, and I was jealous of that year. Like, I was like, that's a year where you realize... You know, you realize a schedule and i'm not saying to this girl like go get in debt and all that stuff i'm saying go i think going abroad right now at this age you're 23 year old you got a college degree that gets it, it it's it's i would go do it but do it with the idea of a schedule don't be the person that does it to brag about it because what can happen is and i've done this you go on vacation all you do is have your head on your phone And you don't get the the things accomplished. And you go drink and you go act like an idiot. But we're all going to act like idiots. But if you go away... Like, I remember when my brother was living on my couch while he looked for jobs. um, I was, like, fed up with him. I was like, you got to get the fuck out of here. And we had this weird conversation. We had this fun conversation one day where I was like... Because he had just... what he Something had happened where... So I had a friend that was going to get him um, an, a job as an assistant in, the, in, in a sphere of what he was looking to do. Does yeah. that make sense? And then he kind of just didn't take – he didn't pull the rope. He didn't email the person back and didn't – didn't do the things that made, it kind of made me look bad. And we were having the, and listen, we all do this. I'm not saying this doesn't reflect on his character. This is a mistake I believe he made. And we had a disagreement about, and he said, this isn't the job he wanted. And I go, but you, not everyone starts at the job they want. You start at the shitty job and then you get to the next shitty job and then it's less shitty. And then you can make decisions and you can always move on from a job. But I was like, you got to do something. And he was like, no, this isn't the world I want. and, and, Looking back, I think he made the right decision by not taking it, but he could have handled it better. But I said, but what I'm trying to get to is that there was a point where he goes, we were sitting on the couch together and I go, do me a favor. How many minutes a day are you spending towards your dream profession? And he was like, and we were like, he smiled and I kind of laughed at it. And I go, just give me the minutes. Is it an hour? Is it 10 minutes? Is it, and I go, and then he was like, well, it's like, he goes, 20 minutes. And we like laughed at it, and I go, up it to 30, okay? Let's add you know, a good percentage onto that number. And he go, I go, you can't do 30 minutes a day from another job towards the job you really want? And that's what I say to this girl. Go abroad, and keep in mind that you do wanna find a career, and do things abroad that would relate to a career that you would have on your way back, extend your resume, learn a language. But remember, you got to put a half hour a day into something towards your future. If you can do that while being abroad, which you can, the world is smaller now, technology, phone, internet, you can be here while abroad. I was in China and I really didn't feel like I missed a beat for a week in China. So if I can go to China and feel like I'm here talking to my parents, you can go wherever the fuck you want and do a half hour a day or, a half, or an hour a week where you're going towards the goal of being a human being. That's my advice. Get the fuck out of town. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. First time wedding advice. Feather, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm 21-year-old male junior attending a large school located in the center of PA. This summer, I will be attending my first wedding. My cousin that I only see on holidays is getting married. I'm looking for advice how to approach this. I'll probably be going with my parents and uncles. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of pretty single ladies there. So I guess I'm wondering what the move is on how to pick up girls at weddings. Here's what my advice to you is, buddy. When you're 21 and you get to a wedding, you are, you, it's, it's as if, uh, it's as if you've been on a deserted island and all of a sudden they, they rescue you from the deserted island and now you're at a buffet. And I'm talking about booze. Because you're, there's gonna be an array of drinking that you are not used to. You're in college, so it's like, yeah, we pregame in my room and then we drink beers and then we go out, we do shots. And it's like, you have very, the, the older you get, the more choice you get. And choices can fuck you, especially in a wedding pickup chick situation. Here's what I do the hooking up at weddings only happens at the after party. I went to this wedding once, there was one, and everyone was like, there was one single girl, and then everyone knew the single girl. What happens when you get older at weddings, and not to say that the, when you're at a younger wedding they get married at 24, everyone's single. But when they start getting married at like 29, now the single people are like, become these famous people at the wedding. Everyone knows who they are, everyone's in their ear being like, oh, did you hear about the single? You know, all these guys in relationships turn into dirty, creepy idiots because they want to live through you. So, what happens is I was at this one wedding where there was one single girl and she was hot, and then there were like five single dudes, and the whole wedding we were everyone was watching as the five guys took their shots. You know who won? The last guy standing. That's the guy who took her home because he was in he was uh, you know, he had the sense, he had the mind, the wherewithal to not get fucking boozed up and go to sleep at the end of the night. So my message to this guy is cocktail hour, you're eating. Wedding, uh, the rece- after the cocktail hour, that's when you start drinking. But you only go beers. Then after party, you boo- you booze. You're doing shots, and that's when you're getting into chicks. After party, and these happen at all the weddings. Thank God for being basic. Because being basic means we can count on basic shit to happen. So at a wedding... You can count on uh, you, the, the schedule of weddings now in 2018. It is cocktail hour, uh, reception with the entrances and the speeches, then dancing, and then all the younger people who last. There's this quote-unquote, I'm doing quotes with the fingers, after party that, ooh, a big surprise. We're all going to go hang out and there's going to be more food and more booze that's where the fucking happens. But that used to be a thing where like, some weddings would have an after party, some didn't. Now they all have them. Because we're all basic and we want to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, That's what's going on. So that's when the hooking up happens. Because whoever's up at that late night thing is looking to party.
1: Especially if it's in the summer.
0: Especially in the summer. I once got, (laughs) if we want to tell stories, I love, I've never hooked up at the cocktail hour. Mm -hmm. I think we had an episode that was called that, right? Probably. That might be the name of this episode. You don't hook up at cocktail hours. You hook up at the after party, okay? One time, I was at a family wedding just like he's describing. Summertime, family friend that was like a cousin. There with my parents and my brother and they were gonna do the after party at the hotel bar. And the hotel bar had this outside section I was literally at talking to this girl, and then we started, you know, talking, talking, talking. And I go, and I did a nut. I like moved my head towards like a corner, a dark corner. I'm getting blown outside. That's that didn't happen. You're not getting blown at the cocktail hour. That was only happening if I could not be drunk at that after party. I'm not saying not be drunk. I'm not saying like you know drink waters all night. I'm saying. Put it off, buddy, because there's going to be, for this guy coming from college, he's going to be like, "Ooh, look, at I got cranberry mimosas. And you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't want that shit. You got to be smart. Be yeah. smart.
1: Stalking your prey.
0: <laughs> well, in the, in the most, girls can do it too. Nope. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. I really like the sponsor, okay, um, because they're solving a problem. We have men out there that are losing their hair. Okay. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. Okay. I got more hair on my chest sometimes than I do on my head. That's not true.
1: I've seen the Omelette hour.
0: You've seen the Omni hour. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of hair. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. So I knew, I have a buddy who was losing his hair, and he got, he said that you can't regain hair, but you can keep your hair. That's the whole thing. Okay. So, like, if you're losing, they say it in this copy, once you start losing, you're, like, you got to stop the bleeding. Yeah. So.
1: Suture up the wound.
0: Suture the wound. Okay? And 4 is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Sexual wellness. I want that to be my wrestling name. And now, coming down the ring, sexual wellness, Jared Free.
1: Blood flow, blood flow, <laughs> blood flow.
0: Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known genetic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help your you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting rooms, no awkward doctor visits, save hours by going to forhims.com. So this is like a one-stop shop to get your body in gear and get your hair in gear, right? Yeah. And they I think it's um I mean it's it's really good. they're, they're gonna answer questions for you. And if you're like this is a moment I remember there was a part of my like late twenties, where I was like, "Am I losing hair? Who do I talk to?" This is a vulnerable thing, and you know, you see the hair in your hat, and you're like, "Oh my God, that's over for me. I'm never gonna fuck again." Well, this is someone you can talk to. Order now, okay? My listeners get a trial month of hymns for five dollars today right now while supplies last see website for full details this will cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy go to forhims.com slash jtrain that's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com slash jtrain forhims.com slash jtrain jtrainpodcast.gmail.com Jared, first heard you on Lady Lovin' Podcast, became an immediate fan. I've been listening to J-Train nonstop. Now I need some advice. I've been in a really awful, manipulative, long-distance, not-official relationship for the past year and a half. What a sentence. I've been in a really awful, manipulative, long-distance, not-official relationship for the past year and a half.
1: Yeah, to that.
0: Wow. I actually got transferred for work in the same city as this man, so we can, that's how you know she hates this guy. When she writes, I actually got transferred for work in the same city as this man. This man, like yeah. he's
1: it's like, like a break-in.
0: Yeah, like he's lording over. Her. So we have been in the same place for about two months. He made it very clear we weren't together. Doesn't want to hang out uh, one-on-one and said he didn't care if I hooked up with other people. Yeesh. We have a lot of mutual friends, so while hanging out with them one night, I drunkenly hooked up with one of his best friends. Naturally, he blew up on me and has completely cut me out of his life. No regrets, because he is truly not a good person. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get over him, and his friend is hot as fuck, 898. I tried to go for two rounds, and his friend said he didn't want to do that to him, but said maybe next time. The problem is I know my ex tried to get with the the friend's ex-girlfriend multiple times sober. I know it's not my place to tell him, but it's frustrating to know that he doesn't want to hook up with me because he's loyal and to his dickhead friend. I really like this guy. Do you think the situation of being uh, of him being my ex's friend will be a complete cock block with love and feathers? Um, what I think is that she should stop hooking up with this friend. Um, I get why she's hooking up with him, they, but this is going to be death by a thousand paper cuts. I mean... He, what's gonna, what's happening? And I'll tell her what's gonna happen. You're gonna hook up with this guy again. Mm -hmm. What happened was you guys hooked up. He got in a fight with his friend. The friend was like, "Don't fucking do that again." Now he's got to not do that. He was, it was easy the first time, but then once you get a few months out of it, you're gonna have to do. He's gonna come back to you and be like, "Oh, okay." The friend's, you know, it's gonna happen again, and the same fight's gonna happen. But all this does is keep you attached to the old shitty dude yeah and all this old guy is gonna do is stick around and be in your life I think you need to release yourself of this guy being involved in your hookups because and I'm sure the friend's hot I'm sure he's cool and you like him but there'll be other hot cool guys I don't think that he's the only guy on earth but all I, I do think you get some satisfaction of hooking up with a friend even I mean even what you said about that you know that he went for the best friend's or this guy's ex-girlfriend like you're involving yourself in a real housewives episode and you know what that is it's exhausting you these types of relationships where you're hooking up with the friend and the friend and and the ex gets mad at you it's all um a cycle and she's experienced a cycle she said that it's been a year and a half of this guy saying they're not in a relationship but they've been hooking up and now they're in the same town. You could be stuck in this for like three years. Is that what you want? Where you're dealing with an ex and it's all exhausting and time, uh, the time spent on it could be spent on other things.
1: Yeah, you don't want to, you're just like making yourself attach to this dick.
0: Thing. Well, that's the thing. The dickhead, she may think, oh, I left him, now I'm hooking up with a friend. You never left him. You're still dealing with him. Every time you hook up, you have to worry about this other person. Why don't you cut it off with both of them and meet new guys and go out with your friends and meet other people that you know, can disappoint you too? That's what I would do. I, and I do think you guys will hook up again. It's just going to be what's going to happen. He didn't want to this time because he wants to get away from the fight that he just had with his buddy, and he was able to masturbate that night and get away from it. And then he's going to wait, and then your guys are going to get drunk together again, and it's going to be the same thing. A lot of these hookups that are bad for us are just reruns. We're just over and over. We're dealing with the same thing because we want to feel. We want to fight with someone because we want to know that we're alive on earth and have someone to fight with, that someone cares enough about us to make a big deal of it. It feels good to get in fights because at least someone gives a shit.
1: Yeah, something to do.
0: JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. The morning after. JTrain. Been on a solid run of hooking up with dudes. It's always, I love that. It's always fun, not awkward the night of because there's usually alcohol involved. However, I'm having a problem acting like a normal human the morning after. Sometimes it's been after hooking up with someone I met out at the bars and other times it's been after hooking up with friends past flames. No matter who it is that I wake up next to, I always seem to act extremely awkward the next morning and usually dip out as early as possible because of this. I probably come off cold and slightly uninterested because I leave it for the first chance I get. It's definitely not the best way to handle the morning after, but I also don't want to be the girl who overstays her welcome the next morning. Yeah, I, I get annoyed at this. A lot of girls leave too early. There's no right time to leave, but the I will say from the guy's perspective, if I wake up and this girl's already like packed her bags for Nebraska, hmm. um, I always feel shitty. <clears throat> and that's not to say that they have to do it for me, but I'm saying this is what the other side feels like. It feels like, oh my God, did I do something to this person? Did she not enjoy her time here? Does she regret, you know, meeting me? You know, these are the... I'm saying from the other side. When someone just gets up and bolts with a note on the pillow...
1: Yeah, it's like they're a prostitute.
0: Yeah, it does feel a little prostitute-ish. It yeah. feels a little
1: cheap. Or sex worker. I think yeah, that. and
0: it's like... I'm not saying I think when you stay over someone's place like I know it's weird to like put it this way but like you treat it as if you're kind of together in that moment. You know if you really think about it it's weird. You're two 30-year-olds laying next to each other that were strangers 10 hours before. But it's nice to hug somebody. Um if I was this girl in the morning, touch some balls. In terms of the morning after, how long would you how, how long would you want a girl to stay the next day? Would you want her to go for round two, or is it better to just go home and brush your teeth? I'm normally self-conscious when I wake up because I'm definitely not the best version of myself waking up after a night of binge drinking. What vibes uh, does it give when a girl leaves first thing when she wakes up? Some of these guys I actually like and would want to get to know more, but I realize that I'm shooting myself in the foot with my cold and quick goodbye. I think you are. I almost rarely, rarely ever get last night was fun Text. Um, or the guys usually don't reach out after like I would want them to. J-Train, what's the best way to have as much fun the next morning as the night before, but still leave him wanting more and reaching out after any advice you and the guests might have would be helpful. Um, I think some of the things I've already said, play with the balls. I also like, I think you, when you go out, the nighttime is spent trying to fuck the morning spent getting to know each other. So for this girl, you're missing out on like the, I think the, that bed after a fuck, is, for a girl at least, I think uh, for, as a guy who goes out, okay, when I go out at night, right, I am a raging bull. And I think I'm like, you're just like, if I'm going out to like pick up chicks, if I'm going out to like meet women with friends or if I'm out, and it's Friday night. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident, and I meet a girl. I'm there to I'm there i'm there there's an animalistic tendency. I'm there to like because I'm like, oh, I want to like capture this girl what i when I wake up the next morning, all of that is out of me. And I think that's like the stage for the woman to show how cool she is because that guy's actually listening now. And I know that sounds awful. I know that sounds, but I'm just giving you like, this is more animalistic than we want, than people want to admit to. When you're out on a Friday night and you meet someone, you're like, I want to fuck this person's brains out. Yeah. This is a hot person. I'm a hot person. I want to get some shots. I want to fucking drink some beers. And then when you wake up in the morning, there's that like, that, all that stuff is out of you. The game is over. Now a new game begins. Let's be our normal selves. When she says, I don't look my best self, none of us do. You look, you to a guy in that next morning, you look like the prize he brought home. So whatever you are is great. He's happy you're there. If I was a, if I was a girl and I woke up the next morning, I would see if the body language is good, if he's hugging me, I'm hugging him, that's the body language of the bed. I'd start playing with balls. See how he reacts to that. Touch a ball. Because that's a funny, weird thing. Because that shows personality is in the balls. Shaft is showy. The, sh- <laughs> the shaft is, is um, that's not a personality play. If a girl started playing with my balls, I'd be like, oh, this girl, she's got something to say. Something different about her. Because it's also a laughable moment. And I would even do, if I was this girl, balls are weird. That's how I would wake up in the morning. Man, balls are weird. That's going to make a guy laugh. That's going to go, yeah, they are weird. And at least what that does is break down. You've already had sex. You're already naked together in the bed. So this isn't like you, like, taking advantage of the guy. Um, But I'm saying like that breaks the ice and it shows that you're like comfortable in your own skin to grab some balls. And that shows your sexual and your personality. If you grab the shaft, I'm like, anyone can do that. Shaft isn't weird. Balls are weird. Balls are where relationships are made. But when she leaves early like that, it doesn't feel good. And it makes me feel like I'm off the hook. Um, We didn't really meet That's why they're not texting her the next day Because they didn't really meet you They met you they wanted to fuck That next morning is like a stage For you to be like To show what you really are about You're not just some chick you found at a bar You're a girl who plays with the balls And then asks what he thinks of balls Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com We're sponsored people And this is kind of on that note, Mm -hmm. the sponsor, adamandeve.com, they're a loyal friend of the pod, a fop. For a limited time, you'll get 50% off just about any item. So if I'm in a relationship with a girl, you go on the site, I go on the site, we both use the promo code, I buy something for you, you buy something for me, now we're gonna have some fun. So when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in a free shipping on your entire order. That's fucking great. AdamandEve.com, code JTRAIN. AdamandEve.com, code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN, J-T-R-A-I-N, at AdamandEve.com. Use code JTRAIN at AdamandEve.com. We're here, the lights are dim. Got Shelby backing me up. Going off the top.
1: Off the top rope.
0: Off the top rope episode. Do I mix the honey with the money? Longtime listener coming from a bottom tier community college in a mid-tier city. Feather feather, I was recently offered a job building a website for a couple who own several businesses in my city. They are also wanting to pay me quite a bit of money to do it. Which is nice because I'm a broke college kid, so you know I need that money. They also happen to mention that their daughter, who is a 9-7 question mark, wants my nuts. Boy, they, this family gives it all up. I don't know how to play this. Do I brush it off and just finish the job, ignoring their offers and setting me up? Or do I take their daughter on a date and risk losing this job if it goes wrong? She's super hot, but I don't want to mix money and honey. <laughs> what do you say, oh, wise Jew? Keep up the good work. Side note, these people have never seen any of my work, yet they want me to work for them badly. Do they just want to hook me up with their daughter? Yeah, that might be it. I here's what you do: you do things. You don't have to do things all at the same time. You can be very nice to someone while making the money at this job, and then be like, "Hey, when I'm done, we'll get together." So you do the job first, you get the money, and then you say to, her, and then you say to her, "Hey, listen, uh, I just got finished uh, working with your parents. Would love to go out and get a drink later. You know, next month."
1: Yeah. Safe play.
0: That's the play. Do the job because it sounds like they're offering you the job because they want you to get, you know, let's help this kid out who could also help us out, get our loser daughter out of the house for a night. Podcast at gmail.com. Texting after hookup. Jared discovered the podcast, big fan, telling all my friends about it. Recently hooked up with a friend's boyfriend friend. Hmm. I hooked up with a friend's boyfriend's friend. Okay. A little context. My friend has been dating her boyfriend for over five years, so they know about the guy I hooked up with for a while, but we never really talked. Recently, there's been a bad, been a, been a vibe. He sent me a DM on Instagram. Very modern dating. We chatted for a bit on there. I offered my number so he could text. Through text, he invited me to a party he was having. I ended up hooking up with him that night. Never heard from him, so I texted three days later. I took your advice, decided to text with a purpose, asked him to hang out again. We hung out during the week, and I thought it went great. Lots of laughs, good chemistry. We didn't hook up that night. I texted him three days later to casually see about his weekend plans. We talked for a bit. No future plans were made. It's been over a week, and he hasn't reached out. My question, was this guy just looking for a one-time hookup? Our mutual friends say he is a really bad texter. Has never really been in a relationship. Our mutual friends also told me that if he, uh, if I want to see him again, that I would have to make the first move at the beginning. I had a great time with this guy. Would like to hang with him again. Have I put enough effort into this? And is it his turn to reach out? Should I just go back off? See if he goes uh, next time our friends are together, or should I ask him to hang out again? Hmm. <clears throat> I like this email because. Um, I think this is like, we can be too prideful. I think for her, she's keeping score a little bit. And uh, that's okay. I get why she's doing that. But we have to stop living our lives based on other people and their sensibilities and make them about our sensibilities and what we need. Let's do the math. You met Guy. You had good time. You hooked up. You texted three days later, um, and he got together. Okay? Laughs, good chemistry. Didn't hook up. Three days later to casually see about his weekend plans. We talked for a bit. No future plans were made. It's been over a week, and he hasn't reached out. Okay. Um, You're still thinking about this guy. So to her, I would say, hey, you do... I, I, I think she shouldn't she asks if it's his turn I I think what this guy's looking for is a relaxed hookup situation that never gets beyond that I think that's why he acts aloof but I think if she had a good time that's all that matters you like this guy I had good time take what you want what you want is another hangout and I would say to him I think, your te- I think sometimes we present the text in a bad way. She said they texted and no plans came out of the text. It was just idle chatter. I would have texted him, hey, this weekend, I am doing this, this, and that. Would love to see you at some point. At that point, you've made it very easy for him to say, oh, I'm going to be doing this, this, and that. I would like to see you at some point. Now, there's an agreement on wanting to see each other, and at least you know that. So that doesn't mean there has to be a plan. This whole thing, you know, I'm del- I've dealt with this a bunch. The whole idea of like not having a plan. I mean, I'm a big, I, I've said it many times in this show. You need to get to the plan. But I don't think you need a plan. This is going to get confusing. I don't think you need a plan beyond I want to see you okay, if someone has said that and they're keeping in touch with you through the weekend, you know the vibe of that and you don't need a contract written for you. So if, he, if you text him, hey, here's what I'm doing. I got drinks with these girls and then I'm gonna be out in this area, would love to see you. If you put that out there to him and he gets back to you with, hey, I'm actually gonna be away this weekend, he can give you a very direct answer for why he can't do that. Or he'll give you an answer for oh let's make that happen beyond that at that point you have the agreement that the guy if he doesn't get in touch with that that night then it's then then he's not in but some people need like like i think what she's looking for is for him to go i want to see you on tuesday night for dinner and drinks at this location at this time and you want him to walk you through this because that is attractive to you which i hear and i agree with but the way this is going it feels like this is in here's what I'm doing land and we need and you want to see him at some if and when. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think but I don't think putting I think there's a there's a point she's in that cool part of the relationship where you're just hanging you're having fun and it's very relaxed and she wants it to be less relaxed but Sometimes you have to sit in that a little bit more to get to know each other to make him make a plan. Because there is a point where you can go, hey, um, we've been out the last few weeks. If you want to see me again, we got to do dinner. We got to do something. And then let him feel that pain. Because, But I think it's too early for that. Podcast at GMA.com. Let's do a hypothetical. Dear host who lost a 1000 bucks during... Uh, a blackout at a strip club before the 2008 Super Bowl. I wish it was that much. Uh, what is the lowest amount of money you would take to not be in Mark Zuckerberg's position? He's one of the richest per- people in the world, but everyone hates him. So would you take $1 billion to not be Zuck? Uh, $100 million, $10 million if, I think it's a good question because it represents how much money is going is going through this bullshit worth. As always, love the podcast Feather Feather with fingers in the butt. Um... I don't think, I, I I think it's like not a bad position to be in to be him right now, is it? Those memes, though, are hilarious. I mean, he does look like a robot. Him drinking the water was crazy.
1: It is a bad position to be in, but not as many people you'd think.
0: I actually have this theory right now where we don't let people be successful unless we think that we're better than, than them in one way. So, like... We have to look down on someone to feel like we can let them be successful. So like a guy like Zuckerberg, you're like, yeah, he's a billionaire, but at least I can have a conversation without looking like an android. <laughs> you know, so like that's why people like we just are like, oh, yeah, 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 fuck Zuckerberg. Like the fact that you can say fuck Zuckerberg means he can be a billionaire now. Um, I guess I would take a billion dollars. I would take a I would take 10 million to be in his position. Actually, 10 not enough. 100 million How much would you take
1: mm, 1 million 1 million Yeah That's it Who cares Do we have some news uh, Yes I
0: thought we did Yeah Let me do an, uh, Before we get to this, some news We're sponsored people I love this sponsor Harry's You know why I love it You know what I love About shaving with Harry's I never have to go to the store I never have to go to CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, whatever. I, the mailman works for me. It's something I never think about anymore. I never think, do I have razors? When I went to LA, throw them in the dob kit. Harry stands behind the quality of their blades, but they know that switching razors is an easy decision. Yeah, you probably have some sort of schedule where you go out and buy razors once a month and you come back and you have the throwaway and you have your whole thing. So, so, but what Harry's is going to do They want to show you what it's like to make the mailman work for you. So they're going to create a trial offer and you can claim yours. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. Harry's.com slash JTrain. The founders were, they didn't want you to overpay for razors. You're paying the rent of the store you're buying them from, okay? That's what you're doing. So they're going to sell directly to you and Harry's can offer their blades at a much lower price than the leading brand. $2 per blade compared to four or more. Quality guaranteed. If you don't love your shave, let Harry's know within 30 days, they'll give you a full refund. $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. I have the trial set. It's great. Um, It gets you hooked. Weighted ergonomic handle, five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. There it is. Uh, listeners of my show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash jtrain to redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you to help support the show. Let's do more emails. Forget the news. Please advise. Recently found your podcast and I'm obsessed. Thank you for all the dating advice and everything in between. Long story short, I was married at 23, divorced at 29. Ooh see I, mo- I ended up moving from my home state a few years after my divorce, but now I'm now 36 and have been navigating the dating world for quite some time. I've not had luck in the city where I currently live, and I've found many of these guys to not take dating serious. They're such flakes. I mean, I think that's happening in every city. Anyways, I was recently out of town on a work trip and did a little swiping because I wanted to know what else is out there. I'm not married to the idea of uh, I'll live in the city I'm in forever. A guy and I ended up matching and at least conversationally hit it off. Fortunately, we didn't get to meet because of my limited time there and availability, but because I'll be back in the area for work, we decided to stay in touch and officially meet in person when I'm out, of, uh, out that way again. We text here and there, nothing major or significant, but I'm finding that I initiate more, and while he talks a lot, he doesn't always ask a lot of questions. I feel like it's more me trying to get to know him than vice versa. I found out I'll be back there again next month, and we've set plans to go out for drinks. My question is this. Am I simply wasting my time? Could this be anything more? Am I thinking too much into it? I would love any advice. I'm just a point in my life where I want something serious, and I figure why not try all possibilities. Um, I'll give you some real advice Emailer, and guys love a girl with an expiration date okay we like the idea of knowing when the train leaves to get you the fuck out of town and I don't mean this to sound mean I'm just giving you the reality so this guy is talking and not really asking a lot of questions about you because he really doesn't care to meet you he cares about building enough trust with you where that the next time you come to town, you guys will get a little too drunk and go down on each other. And then you're gonna wake up in the morning and he's gonna go, oh, you gotta go. Oh, I wish you didn't have to leave, but you have to go. Mm. So for this woman, I know why she's looking to other towns. She's bl- we can't blame the reality of the situation. I know she she wants to say to herself, well, it's the town and everyone's so flaky here. And then the minute you go to another town and a guy talks to you because you have an expiration date on when you're going to be there, it's so different. It's different because you're different. You're in a place where a guy sees you as someone that won't have to commit to you. And I'm not saying that's because you're a bad person or not committable. It's just how all of us are acting. It's not just you. On these swiping apps, we're, 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 we're like dogs. We'll eat ourselves to death, okay? So these guys that you're meeting in your hometown, you they're becoming flaky because they're looking for ways out of being committed with you because they're not ready for commitment. The reason the guy in the new town seems like a different type is because he's not being flaky because he knows he only has a certain amount of time to get with you. So to this woman, and I do understand this is different than it used to be because right now we live in a time of unlimited options and the options become depressing. These guys are probably depressed and they keep swiping and no one will ever be good enough. That's not your problem. You're good enough. You are good. You're great. You're hot. I'm sure. I, I mean, cause we, you know, everyone's a foot. There are people masturbating defeat. So you're someone's foot. So this isn't to say that you're not right or good enough I'm just telling you that when you go to the new town it's like why are all these guys different here it's because you're fucking leaving bitch that's why we're different because <laughs> there's a fucking clock on the wall going down to zero for when you leave and we gotta come before that clock runs up exactly so I would say to her if you go to that town get drinks with them have fun with them don't expect more at JTrainPodcast.gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com is age really just a number love the podcast my friends and I hope to see you live soon I'm 22 and I've lived in NYC for almost a year I've always found older guys more attractive due to the maturity levels no daddy issues here however will a guy in the age range of 28 to 32 take me seriously or just view me as easy because of my age I'm on the apps and always wonder what my age range should be would love your input um Uh, I don't think that, uh, the older guys, I think you are a novelty of sorts to some older guys, but that those older guys were the the same shitty guys when they were 22. So like, I do think that if, if someone's first reaction to she's 22 is yeah. And then high five all his buddies. Like that's that same guy he's always been, you know, that's not, but if you're talking with someone, I am going to look at a 22-year-old girl. If I, I'm 33, if I match with a girl who's 22, that wouldn't even be in my age range on my app that I would have. But if it were someone that I was like, you know, put in contact with, I would think that we could meet up in a way that I wouldn't have to meet up with a 33-year-old girl. So I would think that I would be um, able to meet up late night. I would be able to meet up in a more casual – you represent casual because – and this isn't fair, but, you know, the clock isn't running on you. Back to that clock analogy where girls are saying, you know, I'm running – you know, they want to be, you know, the whole thing with the baby and got to get married before a certain age. When you're 22, we know that we have room to breathe. So when you're dealing with these older guys, they're just not going to be – when you, I think when they're dating you, they're not going to be thinking, oh, she's going to be looking for something or looking for meet the parents or looking for... They think that you're going to be looking for fun, which that's great, but I think your responsibility as a 22-year-old chick who likes older guys, your responsibility is to say, yeah, I want the fun stuff, but I want to do normal dates too. And you can ask for those. And if a guy says he just wants to meet up and he's 32 and every meetup is a meetup, and not like a date and a planned thing, then you have to say to him, nah, I'm busy tonight, can't. You have to keep an eye on it, because he won't for you. That would be my advice to her. So I'm sure a lot of these guys are saying, yeah, I'm out tonight, why don't you come hang out? I'm with my boys. Oh, cool. And then you go meet up, you have some drinks, maybe you make out, then you go home. The next week, he might do the same thing. But if the next week he says, hey, I'm going to be out with my boys, you should come meet up. You say, hey, I'm actually busy, but I'm free tomorrow during the day. You got to play the game. Just don't be this bag in the wind. You got to play too. Don't let these guys come at you with, yeah, I'm out. Oh, cool. You can, it's okay to respond to, I'm out, let's meet up with, I can't tonight, but I can tomorrow during the afternoon. Let's get coffee. The let's get coffee To the I'm out is a great response because it really puts people in the position of, ah, fuck, the jig is up. It's like the lights went on as you're robbing the bank.
1: Got to make a move now.
0: Got to make a move. It's a yes or no question. Hey, can't do coffee tomorrow, but it'll be out tomorrow night. I'm not going out tomorrow night. I got some work to do Sunday. Uh, Let me know if you're free for drinks this week. Boom. You got to constantly be playing tennis. You know, you serve. He serves. You rally. It's not just getting aced on. It's not just aces. you got to hit back the ball. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more email. Always a pleasure. Shelby, thanks for backing me up with the, the House Lights episode. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Let's do some more emails. I like cock-blocked by an exam or just an excuse. Hey, J-Train. This one uh, calling all, coming all the way from Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Woo! We've made it. Here's my situation. I'm a fairly inexperienced 19-year-old who just recently finished high school, and I'm currently on a gap year before I uh, head to U of T in Canada to study in September. Wow. Met this girl who's a year younger than me through a mutual friend since then. We've texted and went on three dates. First was a run-of-the-mill movie date where we didn't even kiss. Second, however, is where it got steamy. Oh, the tales my car could tell. <laughs> what? <laughs> Half a hand job? With <laughs> Long story short. I learned that the earlobe is a really sensitive spot for her. My kisses left her neck a tad bruised. Okay. Um, Had her moaning for a long time. Okay, relax, dude. Penthouse Uh, form. Yeah, right? The only limit on our fun is that she was uncomfortable when I went below the belt and let me know that she was a virgin, the same as me, didn't want to have sex. Okay. Fast forward to the third day where she informed me that she was uncomfortable with how fast we were going and wanted to slow it down. And to this guy, I hope you were nice. And so this time we kissed, and she wasn't as thrilled when I kissed her neck. Or when for the earlobe, we were limited to making out. Can't say I was mad, but I certainly wasn't thrilled. Well, dude, you got to respect where she's coming from. She's You got to be two days later after, she hit me with news over text that she, we would take a break for two and a half months until our exams end, which I completely understand because she's really aiming to do well in her academics, but I still feel weird about it. See attached for a firsthand experience. Oh, she, he attached some text. So not to mention, I also feel like the whole, Uh, what I want to know is if this relationship is dead in the water, if I should just move on. I really like her, but I've only had three dates over the span of two weeks and I don't feel right putting my dating life on hold for such a long time for feelings which might not still be there when I finally comes, when that time finally comes around. What's your take on my situation? What do you think I should do? I think you um, need to respect this girl's feelings on how she wants to I, I, I know we get caught up with some of the language here on the podcast. It's fun to talk about. We laugh at all the hookup stuff, and um, I talk about hookups pretty easily. Um, the way you wrote the email, I know you're going for the joke. I would say to this guy, Bat, if you like this girl, then like her. You're a virgin. She's a virgin. Maybe you become friends, and maybe that all that sex stuff comes later. But I think for now— you could tell that she was just felt that the, she wasn't ready for where you're ready for, which you have to respect, right?
1: In this age range scenario, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And listen, I I felt uncomfortable with it at that age. You feel uncomfortable. I know you're, you're a guy, so it's tough to say that sometimes at that age, but I was there and I felt weird. And I, I think what she's doing is saying, you are someone that she could see herself, you know, going, you know, going outside of her normal comfortability with. And so what she's saying is give me two months to like get my stuff together and kind of back away from you and not be put in the position to have to... Nobody wants to be in the position where they keep having to be the bad guy who's saying no. Um, And that goes for guys or girls and sex and for dates and for... So for this, kind of like the last advice where the guy was like... Or the girl was like... um, Or we told her like you can write back like put him in the position to say no... This girl is like, I don't want to be that bad guy. I want to get to know someone that I'm going to have sex with. And if she's already saying these things, where she's like, I don't feel comfortable with the speed, maybe this isn't the right person for you to pursue because it feels like you just want the hookup.
1: And people don't really study for exams for two three, months, three months. It seems in like high you school. Sh-
0: and I, what you should do is be respectful and say, Hey, totally understand. Good luck with your exams. And I would go meet other women. Go meet other girls your age and go out and have fun with your friends. And I think the whole idea of like a hookup to get to sex, I mean, I would look at, especially you, you said you're a virgin. Why don't you go and have conversations with these girls and get to know them a little bit and get to know yourself and be in a position, it's going to happen. I know you're in a rush to get this virginity out of you as a guy because I was that way too. But it's going to happen. So, why don't you live in this reality for a little bit longer and be okay with the virginity and getting to know some girls instead of like trying to like get to the next level in the video game?
1: Hang out at a dance hall or some favela.
0: JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I think that's our episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Always a pleasure to do these dim down episodes i'm gonna be in chicago come on out very pumped to be there uh shelby thank you for helping out
1: thanks for having me
0: at classic shelb on twitter instagram and snapchat i'm jared free jtrain 56 on twitter jtrain 56 on snap at jared freed on instagram at jared freed on facebook we'll be back next episode boom